Good times. Good fucking times out there in the world today. Uh, good times. Guess you, guess you can't joke about people anymore, Katie. It's nope. not, you're not allowed. It's not, a, it's not an okay thing. You can, uh, so now, uh, just so everybody's aware, if you, if you're offended at a comedy show or, um, you know, uh, hell, I guess a concert, um, you know, whatever the case may be, just just feel free to run up on stage and just smack a dude, or I mean, I guess a chick. Let's let's yeah. keep it all equal. Walt um, up there. Just fucking waltz your ass on up there and just smack somebody. If you're offended by what they've said, because it, your being offended is more important than the law. Oh, I, I guess. I mean, I don't know. You know what we didn't do tonight? Oh, shit. Oh, you didn't test it. I didn't test it. I fucking didn't do anything tonight. And I just almost started something that I shouldn't, shouldn't have or... It's, it's just it's I've I've I'm just lost tonight. Here we go, boom boom boom. There it is. Let's get that going. All right. Hopefully it works. Let's see if it works. You, you can tell me. Yep. All does. right. Here we go. Let's start this. Let's fucking kick this pig. I guess. You're about to witness the strength of creep knowledge. Good evening. Welcome to the 40 and Slip. This is episode 208. Man has shootout with aliens. Supposedly. Took a look at that story. Usually, I just try to go by the headlines, take a quick look. <laughs> I like to be just as amused in the moment as everybody else. <laughs> I do not pre-read the fucking stories. Uh, in case you live under a rock, um, Will Smith. Uh, Smacked Chris Rock on live TV last night. And I guess, according to a great many people that I've seen online, that, that was okay. That was completely fucking okay. Um, I've been having a back and forth with a gentleman on the, on the Facebook page, on the 40 and Slip page. Um, and uh, he seems to think that uh, he got his just desserts. And I just don't I don't, I don't get it. Um, um what? I'm I'm pretty sure if you lay your hands on someone in this country, that is assault. Um, if you take something to that level, uh, you have broken the law. I'm I, I'm I mean I'm just shooting from the hip here. I'm just a civilian, you know. So uh, anybody correct me if I'm wrong. But I'm pretty sure that uh, if you hit someone, 
that is considered assault. Indeed it is. <laughs> so uh, I don't understand what this what this big pushback is with everyone saying that, oh, he deserved it. He shouldn't have spoken about his wife that way. Oh, my God. He fucking made a joke, a G.I. Jane joke, by the way. So uh, he made a joke that she was going to star in a role as a woman empowered. Uh, I mean, where's the where's the uh, where, where's the shitty part of that joke? That I don't get. I'll say I can tell you what people think is the shitty part, but I also don't agree and don't get it because she has a medical condition. Right. Okay. Who gives a shit? Right. It was still Who, it's just a joke. a joke. It's a joke. A joke on a night with a room full of celebrities celebrating each other and their talents. Just Why jerking should each it other have been off. taken? Yeah, there's no reason it should have been taken to that <clears throat> extreme negativity. You know? Yeah. And I, I, one comment somebody had made was, they should bring back Ricky Gervais. He was... He was always good. He never offended. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? He's fucking called them all out for the Me Too movement. Oh, yeah. Like, he would have probably made a worse joke. Oh, yeah. Give me a fucking break. It's 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 ridiculous. We can't hurt their poor little feelings. By God. By God. Meanwhile, meanwhile, you know, you, you, you've openly admitted that you let other men fuck your wife but talk about her <laughs> holy shit how dare you stick your dick in her all you'd like <laughs> <laughs> just don't talk about it but don't talk about her <laughs> keep her name out of your mouth her vagina perfectly okay <laughs> perfectly okay for you to just suck on her clit whatever you'd like but her name by god keep that fucking shit out of you. it's it's so ridiculous if you'd like to nurse on her nipples completely fine in will smith's book but by god don't speak the words jada pink and smith I'm gonna watch out. I feel like somebody's gonna come through the door. <laughs> say, better not say it again. Oh, it's like Beetlejuice. I know, right? <laughs> and meanwhile, there's wars in the world. <laughs> uh, and I, I say wars plural because we like to be upset about the the war that's going on in Ukraine and we uh selectively forget that there's uh, also uh, something going on in Yemen that we completely support and don't talk about uh, so yeah there's that that is the american way apparently yeah we accuse other countries of war crimes <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think I have to continue with that statement. The uh, laugh says it all. Yeah, it sure does. 
And listen, Sad. hey, I've said this before. I'll say it again. War is horrible. It's a, a horrible fucking thing. I think what's going on is uh, atrocious. And, uh, you know, Godspeed to all the people that this is fucking happening to. Uh, the, You know, wherever you may be and whatever conflict you are in the middle of. <clears throat> um, I just think that as Americans, we are selectively outraged at things. And it's fucking hilarious to me that we just we we choose what we want to get pissed off over and something else can be a, a more horrid or atrocious than the previous thing and we'll completely skip over it because we're just preoccupied with something else we're a hilarious nation a very hilarious nation Indeed. I know the other countries definitely uh, raise their eyebrows and chuckle at us. As they should. No. Yeah. Uh, as they should. And I have no issue with that whatsoever. <laughs> right. I, am I can be just as guilty of doing that shit as everybody else. How I do try to catch myself. I will say that. Yeah. I often try to catch myself. Um whenever that's going on in my head. And if I find that I've done that, I will correct myself. You know, I'll be the first person to admit that when the, when the whole COVID thing went down, I bought into a lot of the, the, the bullshit. And I had to, I had to come back around and be like, I was totally fucking wrong. You know, I had, I had to start taking a step back from shit. And realize, whoa, whoa, whoa. Because it wasn't what I thought it was. And I think too many people just got dug in on their side and they didn't want to be wrong. I think that was the one of the biggest things that happened in that in the whole COVID thing. Yeah, and, and I think that fear was unfortunately effective. You know? Oh, yeah. Everybody was acting out of fear. Yeah. And, you know, now... We got to, you know, kill bills to help our people at home and send money to a country far, far away because, you know, that's what we do. <clears throat> you know, kill that COVID bill. Send that money to Ukraine. Booyah! <laughs> we can't we can't vote on the daylight savings time bill, Katie. There's too much going on right now. They didn't vote on it? I thought they did. Nope. <laughs> what? I thought they did. It gets stalled in the fucking house, I do oh. believe. It gets stalled oh. in the house because they have more important things to be doing right now. How hard is it to just not change the clocks anymore? How hard is it for them to just do their fucking jobs? <sighs> How about that? Oh, I'm disappointed. I really thought that was going through. So, so did I. I thought for sure. I was like, yes. Fuck yeah. Oh, that shit's stupid. <coughs> it's ignorant. <coughs> I remember my state didn't do that. We didn't do daylight savings time until I was like 13 or 14. And they changed Indiana, went ahead and went along with everybody else. And I remember adults trying to explain it to me. And I was so confused. Like, there's not any more daylight. It's just at a different time now. Like, yeah, it just never made sense to me as a child, even. Like, this is stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's... It's one of those things that it was, 
I guess it was proposed for farmers and shit like that. I Sorry, I, got, I had a, I had a dab hit sitting here, and I don't want to. I don't want to let it go to waste. Not that it's going to go to waste or anything, but <laughs> right. it seems like it's sitting there. Yeah, it was for farmers, but it's still stupid. Yeah, you still have the same amount of daylight. It's, it's yeah, stupid. It, it doesn't it doesn't give you anything more. It just shifts it. That was yeah. it. It shifted things. Um, and I, it's outdated. We don't need it. Right. We, we do not need it in this day and age. I seriously do not think we need it in this day and age. No. And I. Why did my Siri turn on? What mm. the fuck? That's scary. I look over and my Siri thing's going. I'm like, what the oh, fuck are you weird. listening to? Right. <laughs> Who set you off? <coughs> yeah, no shit, right? Uh, so, yeah, I don't remember where I was. Where were we? Daylight savings time. That's stupid. Oh, yeah. Daylight savings time. That fucking shit. Let's get rid of it. Uh, vote on that shit. Um, Amy Exhale brings up school kids. If you're talking about the 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 darkness in the morning, I, I'm gonna tell you right now, I don't give a fuck. I think it would help it actually. It would mean it would get lighter earlier. Um, no, it, it's it, at certain times in the year it would be darker in the morning for kids going to school. Well, that's still true, even with daylight savings time. There's still kids getting on that bus in the dark. Oh yeah, Actually, absolutely. Here absolutely. locally, two years ago, three kids got mowed over in the dark getting yeah. on their school bus so like shit still is in the dark either yeah. way yeah and i mean that's maybe addressing the issue of you know kids being uh more visible then right uh, you know uh it's it just it's just foolish we, time is what it is yeah there's only so much of it in a, in a day uh and i think it's foolish that we're trying to cheat the system by moving things an hour forward or an hour back at a certain time of the year it just makes yeah. no fucking sense to me whatsoever and it does um, rock your body too especially if you're a real routine person Ooh, man yeah and they they say that it'll help people with the seasonal fatigue yeah. uh disorders uh that'll help with that shit um so i'm all for it i i don't know what the big pushback is by everybody i don't understand it um Let's get fucking past it. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to finish up this fucking dab hit, and then we're going to do the news, Katie, because that's how we roll tonight. Um, I will say that I have enjoyed the uh, plethora of Will Smith slash Chris Rock memes today. <laughs> I haven't gotten to see many of them, but I can imagine they're good. <laughs> oh, they are good. <laughs> I, uh... I've just I've been posting them all day. I'm sure <laughs> as, you have. <laughs> as I find them. Um and they go they they run the gamut from fucking really good to fucking corny as shit. Oh, I'm sure. I hope there's at least some side by sides though of Will Smith doing his motiv motivational speaking about controlling your emotions in the heat of anger. <laughs> Because I know he's done those. <coughs> right. I've listened to them with my own two ears. And I felt motivated by them. Wow. So this is weird. <laughs> he's, he's, he's motivating people to just smack a dude. Right? Now you're sending mixed signals. <laughs> just 
you know, keep keep control of that anger <laughs> and just calmly walk up to a gentleman and smack him. And That's walk true. Away. You know what? You're right, Chris. He did walk up there very calmly. He was in control. There was no aggression until he sat back down and said, keep my wife's <laughs> fucking name. <laughs> oh life is so silly sometimes fucking stupid (coughs) poor chris rock (laughs) that's all i i think chris rock is the victim here (laughs) he really is truthfully (coughs) he is but he's i think he's gonna play it up very well yeah no he handled it very well yeah he's gonna play it up very well and uh uh, I think it's fucking it's fucking hilarious. So anyway, on to the news. Oh, I almost just fucking exited out of the fucking show. Yikes! I would have been all yeah. alone. I know. I was just like, <laughs> oh shit! Oh fuck! I would what have panicked. <laughs> Katie's like a deer in headlights. Ah! <laughs> From the dailystar.co.uk. Possible big... Oh, Jesus Christ. Could they not put a fucking ad right over the thing as I'm trying to read it? Possible Bigfoot tracks, which lack claw marks of a bear, have internet in meltdown. Bigfoot enthusiasts have been fiercely debating over whether a footprint recently discovered by a hiker was left by a real Sasquatch or something much less exciting. I'm going to go with probably much less exciting. Uh, A hiker reckons they may have found some actual Bigfoot tracks and Internet users are going back and forth over whether they are real. Two images of the supposed Sasquatch footprint were shared to Reddit page R Bigfoot, the home of all things Bigfoot, according to its description. The snaps taken in Georgia in the U.S. show a clear and deep imprint in the mud with the hiker's shoe placed next to it to offer some sense of scale. Although the original poster didn't reveal their shoe size, the foot is at most two-thirds as long as the monster footprint. The images have split the community of Bigfoot enthusiasts, with many saying the hiker may have made a historic discovery. One person wrote, looks legit to me. At first I thought it might be a bear, but it lacks the claw marks that would be obvious in soft ground like that. To which someone else replied, that was my thought as well. Fresh squatch tracks added another. However, others offered an interesting theory suggesting it could still be a bear track. One said, I will go with bear track. Bears often walk with the front and rear paws landing in the same spot, which will look like one big print in the middle of the track. You can see where the two paws overlap. A second agreed. It looks more like two impressions overlaid to me. The second one outlined on the left by the L-shaped stalk of dry vegetation. But I can see how it resembles the stereotypical print. So I don't blame you for suspecting it might be Bigfoot. It's certainly worth photographing and asking about. Another group of people didn't think it was a bear or Bigfoot, but rather something much less exciting. Those strong edges and that sheen of the underlying moisture make me wonder if this might have been a rock that was moved, one person said. It looks like something rested there for a long time after being pushed into it and some condensation pooled underneath it. There is a better than good chance that I am wrong, but this looks familiar. 
tentatively agreeing a second person added to me it kind of looks like there was a big rock there that got moved the second picture looks like it could be something but i will be honest i'm a city boy i don't know anything about that stuff and i will pop up the picture so everybody can take a look and see if you are watching the video if not well i'm sorry i don't know what to tell you you don't get anything that is the track Mm. I don't know. I'm not. Yeah. I I am not an expert when it comes to tracks, so I can't tell you. I I'm don't know. Not either. But what it looks that, like. the moved rock theory does sound legit to me, only because of the difference in surface. Like you don't see all that same yeah, root mess, you know, that's on the top. Yeah, it does kind of look like a a rock was sitting there. Yeah. And the, and you see the gradations in the soil, right? Um, as you go down through, so I don't know. It, it very well could be something. It very well could be nothing. I don't know. I don't know. You make the call. I'm no expert, as uh, old M.K. Davis um, would say. Jody Sutton didn't he play Cassie? Ca Cassius Clay? Yes, he did. I'm not going to say that. That's, I don't know, just sounds horrible to say that, I think. Maybe. But yes, Will Smith did play Muhammad Ali. <clears throat> yeah, so. I don't know if that justifies it. <laughs> no. I mean. I suppose it interjects some irony, but. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> just a little but yeah i mean yeah i don't i don't know uh our next story of the evening from the new york post.com ghost adventures claims creepy doll shop is very haunted of course they do there are more to than toys inhabiting this antique shop since 1989 antique dealers michael can canadas 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 and david robinson have stocked collectible dolls in their caramel by the Sea California Museum. Then in 2009, Robinson bought an old building in the neighboring city of Pacific Grove and set about restoring it to become the business's new home, according to the company's website. The renovation has since been completed, but it seems that at some point during the move-in, or perhaps well before it, some freeloading and otherworldly tenants have moved in. I don't know in the sense of spirits, but I think it's a definite energy that doesn't leave. They can have energy, and it's the same energy that attracts you to an item or repels you. Canadis said recently on an episode of Discovery Plus show Ghost Adventures, in which a four-man team of investigators travel to different haunted locations and attempt to piece together the haunted history of each site and say, what was that? Huh? Oh, what? What was that? That also goes on in that show, by the way, folks. <clears throat> in the most recent episode of the show's new season, the team visits the Carmel Doll Shop only to find that it is indeed extremely haunted <laughs> dun, dun, dun. for years the doll shop owners have been receiving complaints about construction sounds coming from a third floor apartment in the building in reality the unit is vacant canadis <clears throat> explained to the team neighbors have also reported hearing noises from the shop late at night after it's closed upon entering the empty unit the team reported they sensed an energy they were unprepared for <clears throat> 
I can't. Uh, sometimes reading these is too fucking hard. <laughs> Pretty then during a nighttime exploration of the space, their ghost finding their ghost finding equipment. Where do you pick up <laughs> ghost finding equipment? <laughs> fucking tell me. That's the scientific Someone term. Someone explain Chris. to me where on Amazon I get my true to life fucking ghost finding and hunting equipment because it doesn't exist. Uh, it sounds like a toy set I has a, had as a kid. Holy shit. <laughs> where the fuck was I? I can't even fucking remember where I was now. Oh. Uh, their ghost finding equipment allegedly picked up multiple stick figure like life forms. Eventually, the men claimed they were able to get a spirit with a female voice to speak with them, asking her, who are you? But her answer was too muddled to understand. She kept speaking, however, and they were able to discern that she was saying to him to help. Tell him to help. <clears throat> who are you? They asked again, to which she eerily responded, I don't know. In the end, they determined the doll shop to be very haunted. It's very haunted, Katie. That's a um, that's a scientific uh, measurement of yeah. haunted. Very that's haunted. Pretty high on the scale. That's right, and full of unexplained poltergeist activity. However, who and why there is such a dark energy that is affecting so many in the upstairs apartment, and why the spirits appear to be asking for help, remains a mystery. Dun dun dun. I am not a fan of these shows. I don't I don't make any any fucking qualms about that. I have no patience for these fucking ghost hunting shows. They're dog shit. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, and to claim that you have ghost hunting equipment, you don't. <laughs> you don't. It just sounded so silly. <laughs> you don't. And for the record, on Bigfoot shows, you don't have Bigfoot factoids. You, do, you don't. <laughs> if it's a UFO show, you might have some facts. <laughs> uh, in, light of, in light of recent events. Oh, yeah, I suppose that's true, I guess. <laughs> I'll give some credence to the fucking alien slash UFO community. There is a thing called space. True. And it's pretty fucking vast. It is. And that's why I don't like thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You ever want to be humbled, just look up at mm -hmm. night. And For remember, sure. it goes on forever. Yikes. Forever. That shit hurts my brain. <laughs> I can't. I can't compute. Uh, Dean Cooper says, Walmart is uh, my source for ghost hunting equipment. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, whatever you got to do, Dean. Um, I'm sure like, listen, those little batteries, not included aliens were able to put themselves back together with shit from here. So. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what we got here. That'll work. Maybe fucking time travel exists. Maybe, maybe that time travel last week with that story was right. Maybe shit's going down. Uh, I don't know. There's already some things he missed there. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's kind of fucked up a little bit. I, I will say that. Uh, our next story of the evening, Katie, uh, from News18.com. UFO expert says world will change forever 
in case of alien invasion. No shit. Yeah, right. <laughs> Thanks, Captain Obvious. I'm so glad you wrote this article. <laughs> I I was confused. Um because I thought if there was an alien invasion, things would just fucking roll right along as they always have. <laughs> a former advisor to the Ministry of Defense and an expert on extraterrestrial life and unidentified flying objects has warned that an alien invasion on Earth could change the world forever. The statement is one of the fruits of the discussions held at, a secret, at secret meetings at the Royal Society London. Royal Society is an exclusive scientific community whose members saw the likes of Sir Isaac Newton, Albert Einstein and Charles Darwin. 56-year-old Nick Pope was an advisor to the Ministry of Defense and the British government during 1991 and 1994. Nick worked in the field of aliens, UFOs, and investigative reports on their sightings. Nick Pope revealed that discussions around aliens and their interaction with Earthlings have, in the past, erupted at, as Nick calls it, the very heart of scientific establishment, the Royal Society. During an interview with the Blazes TV's Indistinguishable from Magic, Nick said, if we find aliens or they find us, the world will change forever. Well, thanks, Nick. I appreciate it. We tried to get Nick Pope on the show once. Didn't work out too well. <laughs> Nick further stated that some of the deepest thinkers have had detailed discussions on questions about the possibilities and outcomes of alien interactions with humans. One of the most recurring questions, according to Nick, is about the reaction of people to interacting with extraterrestrial life. It is a question that comes up again and again relating to disclosure, and it is cited by many as being a reason why governments might want to cover up the truth about UIFPOs. That's a new one. It's for me anyway. Said Nick, as reported by Mirror. Nick revealed that members of the Royal Society believe that announcements about finding aliens would have very little effect on people as they already believe in extraterrestrial life is certain. You do not shock people by telling something, them something they already believe. However, interacting or in case of invasion, things might go wrong or become so influential that the world gets forced to turn over a new leaf. I, if they invade, it changes. Period. <laughs> I don't see... It just changes. So, yeah. Thanks, Nick. Appreciate <laughs> it. Appreciate your... Uh, your profound fucking insight, I guess. Uh, our next story of the evening. Do, 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 do. From OurMidland.com. Bigfoot conference coming to Lower Michigan this summer. Along with Sasquatch, topics include UFOs and other cryptozoological animals like the Mothman. Hunters statewide have claimed to see Bigfoot-like humanoid creatures existing in the wilds of Michigan, enough to create an annual Bigfoot conference hosted by the Michigan-based podcast Hide and Seek Archives. The 2022 Michigan Bigfoot Conference is coming to the city of Chelsea, where Bigfoot enthusiasts are set to gather at the Village Conference Center from 9 a.m. to 11 p.m. Saturday, July 30th. In addition to Sasquatch, topics will include UFOs and other cryptozoological animals, like the Mothman, the Chupacabra, and the Mongolian Deathworm of the Gobi Desert. Like the Mongolian Deathworm. <clears throat> Multiple vendors will be on hand with all sorts of paranormal items available, like books, local art, t-shirts, and something called a Bigfoot Field Casting Kit. A portable science tool for the Sasquatch Hunter. There is also said to be a silent auction, whooping contest, and a cash bar, according to conference organizers. Tickets for the conference are available here. <clears throat> it's a link. 
Uh, general admission to the conference is $45, and VIP admission is 100 Per the event description on Facebook, 36 people are going, and 227 are interested at the time of publication. For more information, contact hosts of the Hide and Seek Archives podcast here, another link, or email hideandseekarchives at gmail.com. In general, Bigfoot is described as covered in fur, standing eight feet tall or more, walking upright, making only fleeting appearances in eyewitness accounts, blurry photos, and a lot of shaky videos, according to reporting by Detroit Free Press. Some people believe it's a close relative of humans, something between man and ape with particular peculiar characteristics, like sometimes leaving woven stick gifts for homeowners near its habitat in exchange for things like marbles. Um... Okay. <laughs> All right. We'll go with that. It's said to communicate by howling or banging sticks on trees. Again. Okay. And it reportedly stinks, according to reporting by Detroit Free Press. Hosts of the conference and the Hide and Seek Archives podcast and others features on the show claim there's plenty of evidence that a number of these fabled humanoid creatures exist in the dense forests of Michigan. For instance, Mike Patterson of Bigfoot Researchers said they've left marbles in his car before and tend to choose who they show themselves to on the podcast. Do they? Concrete proof, though, continues to be hard to get. A Bigfoot body has never been found. Yeah. Um, if you have so much interaction, Bigfoot, uh, and you don't have any proof, I call bullshit. He's got the marbles, Chris. I call bullshit. <laughs> Sorry, but I call fucking bullshit. Yeah. No, that's ridiculous. Where the fuck did they get marbles? I can't. Yeah. Where did you get your marbles? <laughs> Seriously, where would Bigfoot get marbles? It's, it's not fucking Bigfoot. It's, <laughs> the dude is fucking full of shit. In my opinion, the dude's full of shit. Uh, what I, I I don't understand what this need to be noticed in these communities for this shit. Why can't people just go out and do actual research? And if it's fruitless, it's fruitless. If you come up with something that's questionable, you come up with something that's... Whatever. But to have to fucking make shit up. Because 90 fucking 9% of the shit that I see is made up horse shit. That comes across my fucking desk. Yeah, I look at this shit every week. Every fucking week. And I used to look at it a lot more because I used to be a part of all kinds of groups... And I, I, I was an active member and I played a part. And now I can't be fucking bothered because of how ridiculous it is. Because of how much just utter hustle goes on in these groups. It's just hustle. People just hustling other people. And sometimes it's just for recognition sometimes people think that they're gonna make money at this shit i don't know i don't know yes chris has a desk it fucking sits i sit at it right now currently i have a microphone stand too it's a, it's got a little arm i can move it around and you know 
I'm pretty professional, Dean. Believe it or not. Yeah. Not, I mean, I, it's a, it's a fucking apartment. What do you want? (laughs) (laughs) But yes, I have a desk. I actually have a stand-up desk. I have one of those desks where I can like, I hit a thing on the side and I can lift it up and I can stand up and do my work. I have a desk, Dean. You have a way more professional setup than I do. That's for sure. (laughs) I don't fuck around, Dean. I don't fuck around. Yeah, I didn't make my desk. I bought it. I bought a fucking table and put this fucking thing on the top of it that I can raise and lower. And it's fucking wonderful, Dean. I didn't have to make my desk. I'm not that fucking handy. Well, I am, but I'm fucking lazy. So I just bought a table. (laughs) It's way easier. Slap this fucking thing on top of it. Good to go. Good to fucking go, Dean. Uh, Our next story of the evening from the marshallproject.org. He teaches police witching to find corpses. Experts are alarmed. At the National Forensic Academy, crime scene investigators learn to douse for the dead, though it's not backed by science. There's a body buried here somewhere. Five cream, crime Let's start that again. Five crime scene investigators wearing white Tyvek suits and purple latex gloves pace through a Tennessee woodland, woodland in a slow wave searching for areas of sunken ground and other clues that might indicate a gravesite. The chill morning air is scented with loam, leaves, pine needles, and a hint of human decay. The agents mark three suspicious depressions in the dirt with red flags and discuss their options for investigating further. One student asks about dowsing rods. You want to use some, replies Arpad Vass, an instructor at the National Forensic Academy in Oak Ridge, Tennessee, where law enforcement officers come to learn how to use science to solve crimes, at least in theory. I use them on everything. There are no official dowsing rods at hand, but that doesn't matter. You can use the flags Vass offers, bend them like you would coat hangers. Fred Ponce, a private detective from Miami, Florida, with a dark mustache and beard, gets right to work. He tears the red plastic rectangles off two stakes and spaces his hands to measure about 12 inches of straight steel, then bends the remaining metal into handles. Holding the stakes like six shooters, he walks over to one of the suspected grave sites. The stakes cross. He does it again. They cross. And again, they cross. I'm not kidding, Ponce says, marveling that his do-it-yourself grave finder seem to be working. Vass, a 62-year-old wearing a blue CSI Death Valley cap, is teaching his students witching, a.k.a. divining or dowsing. It's a centuries-old practice in which a person walks a straight line holding two bent pieces of metal or something, sometimes a Y-shaped twig until they signal the presence of whatever is being sought underground. Water witches douse for groundwater, Others use divining rods to seek for precious gems, oil, gold. Or as in this case, human remains. Dowsing for the dead is not exactly endorsed by scientists or forensic experts, but it is a highlight for some students attending the National Forensic Academy, a 10-week training program sponsored by the University of Tennessee. Ah, excuse me. Since the Academy's inaugural class 20 years ago, School administrators say more than 12, 
1,200 crime scene investigators from agencies in 49 U.S. states and five foreign countries have attended the program, which currently costs students $12,000. The Washington Post once nicknamed the Academy the Harvard of Hellish Violence, and students now wear that slogan on their T-shirts as they analyze bloodstain patterns and fingerprint, corp and fingerprint corpses. They also excavate skeletons from grave sites and collect bugs from decaying bodies sprawled on the ground at, at a wooded site outside of town. Near graduation, instructors blow up a car for real-life lessons on fire scenarios and explosives. In May 2021, I spent a week at the academy where instructors, administrators, and students described Vass as brilliant and a genius. Some students go on to use his witching technique in their own investigations. He says he has convinced his method methods work. But scholarly research doesn't back him up. Outside experts I spoke with, professional forensic anthropologists and lawyers, as well as law enforcement officers involved in police training reform, say they're alarmed with a leading training program, that a leading training program is teaching the pseudoscience of witching. They're also concerned about the repercussions for criminal justice at a time when many mainstream forensic techniques have proved to be unreliable, including blood spatter patterns, Bite mark, mark, ugh, bite mark comparisons, and faulty interrogation techniques. In the last two decades, hundreds of cases built on these methods have been overturned by DNA evidence. In 2009, a report by the National Academy of Sciences concluded that nuclear DNA analysis is the only forensic technique that can support claims in court that evidence matches a specific indiv individual or source. So while dowsing for the dead may seem particularly wacky, it's just the most extreme example of a problem afflicting the forensic practices many Americans have seen touted on television for years, says Randy Shrewsbury, a retired police officer who founded the nonprofit Institute for Criminal Justice Training Reform. Law enforcement regularly accepts the flaws of these practices, despite the life-altering impacts that can occur when they're wrong. <clears throat> totally true. <coughs> In particular, some experts are distressed that a vast trainee recently got witching results admitted as evidence in a Georgia murder trial. This could set a legal precedent and allow witching-based evidence to be used in other cases, says Chris Fabrican, a lead attorney for the Innocence Project, which works to exonerate wrong, wrongfully convicted prisoners. The search for the truth is never advanced through junk science. The Academy defended the teaching of witching, saying it is only one of the techniques it shows its students. The program relies on its instructors to relay their extensive knowledge, Jason Jones, a forensic training specialist for the academy, wrote in an email, adding that witching doesn't create false evidence. You either find the remains or you don't. You're not trying to alter anything. As for Voss, he says dowsing is based on scientific principles and the fact that it was admitted to in court as proof of the technique's credibility. Cutting-edge scientists have always faced skepticism and even persecution, he says. Galileo is a great example. Remember what the church did to him when he said the earth was not the center of the universe. He was deemed a heretic and spent the rest of his life under arrest. That far, okay. Uh, forensics, the use of science and crime investigations, dates back to 44 BC when a Roman physician performed one of the first recorded autopsies on Julius Caesar after he'd been stabbed to death. Et tu, Brute? Uh, significant advancements in the field came at the turn of the 19th century with the development of fingerprint analysis and a principle formulated by criminologist Edmund Locard, Sherlock Holmes of France, stating that every contact leaves a trace. 
Examples of trace evidence include hairs, fibers, fabric, minerals, and skeletal remains. Law enforcement agents have long claimed that they can interpret this kind of evidence, along with impressions from blood spatters, shoe prints, and tire tracks, and use it to find and convict suspects. But DNA testing since the late 1990s has overturned hundreds of convictions based on faulty forensics. In 2009, a report by the National Academy of Sciences concluded that nuclear DNA analysis is the only forensic standard. They said that before. Only forensic technology. I'm going to stop there. I, I think this is interesting that they're using this, but I don't think that it should be touted as something that should be used in court. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm super suspicious of it and like skeptical of it, but I also kind of agree with what the dude said of like, either you find a body or you don't. If you're out looking for a corpse and you want to hold some metal sticks in your hand while you do so, I don't see a lot of harm in that. And, you and know? so though I, and I understand dowsing because I've, I've, I've looked into it before. Um, and it, the whole idea behind dowsing is that you, it isn't that you're uh, so, and I, I guess it could be equated to like tuning into what's around you. Yeah. Quote unquote energies. But it's more like that thing where uh, you can, where they've scientifically proven that you can tell when people are looking at you. Yeah. Because it's, there are environmental cues for it. Uh, so I wonder if dowsing is one of those things where there's environmental cues that you are subconsciously picking up that cause the rods to cross. And that's hmm. what I wonder about dowsing is if you're subconsciously picking up on what's around you. And because you're picking up on that, you're causing the rods or the stick or whatever. Like if it's a dowsing stick, a lot of times it'll, it'll point down. Um, if you're using rods, they'll cross. Um, but there's, I, I don't think that it's necessarily that you're tapping into energies more than you are uh, just recognizing the environment. Yeah. You know? And I, I do know that people have had a lot of great luck with dowsing for water. Yes. I mean, I, I, say what you want about it. It's an interesting practice. Now, like I said, I, 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 I will say this with a caveat. You know, I don't think it should be used as an evidence. Like, yes, if the body's there, a body's there. You found a fucking body. But I don't think that the witching in and of itself, because I think it starts when, it, so they start witching for other shit. You know, yeah, not necessarily a body. And that's kind of where my whole skepticism comes in. Because like you said, there's like a great deal of credibility with it in regards to water. Right. Okay. So that makes sense to me in that, okay, I bet you there's some like scientific thing behind that, that maybe we just don't get yet, but it's real. Right. I can buy that. But then when you go and you try to apply it to other things, like the precious stones and now a dead body, I'm like, um... That sounds like that requires like a different set of science to me. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? You're not looking for the same thing. And so that's well, what I, and I like can, I can, my red flag. I can buy like the precious gems. I can buy like oil. I can, yeah. I can buy that type of stuff because again, it's an environmental thing. 
Right. Um, so is it something that you're picking up on in the environment? Yeah. That's making you do that. And that I can that I can get behind. Yes. But what I can't get behind is this is a science right now. We don't have any proof of that. We don't have there's nothing to say that. It's just what it is. And if it comes to a point where there is some type of way to record this and understand it, excuse me, I am all fucking for it. Yeah. But there isn't right now. Right. I hope there's people looking into it with some like credibility behind them, but. Yeah, but um, more often than not, this stuff just gets. I I don't see though how in the context of like court, if, especially if you're talking about murder, that it could be a problem because if you're out there looking, you find a body, you find a body. So, like, okay. That's, so that's if, that. so here's, here's my problem with it. Okay. So a judge accepts that, uh, they, which they use dowsing rods to find this body. And it sets a precedent that they were able to find evidence using dowsing rods. So what's to stop them from finding blood evidence somewhere or, uh, a scrap of paper or do you, do you get what I'm saying? It becomes yeah, but really I also feel like if you take the sticks out of their hands, they're just searching anyways. And that's uh, completely normal. Right. right? But, but uh, how do I put this? I, I it, get that it could be taken too far. There it, could it, be it, a line it, that could be crossed. And then, and then, okay. So you can't dismiss it because they found it with dowsing rods. But what if it's something that was planted? Do you, do you get what I'm saying? Like, be, yeah, but won't so they find that a, evidence in digging it up? All I'm saying is it allows for a precedent to be set that this type of evidence has to be allowed into court. Yeah. And if you start allowing that with everything that's being witched for, quote unquote, right? that's where it becomes a problem. I don't have a problem per se with them searching for a body and finding a body like you said if it's there it's there right um and it's very obvious to tell if it's been there or you know all that shit so you know but where i think it becomes a problem is, is if you have some fuckery going on and evidence is being planted and they're using the witching technique to find it so therefore it's allowed into court right yeah, and it's definitely a slippery slope. And I'm I'm saying all of this as like a devil's advocate. I really don't even necessarily buy into the fact that that could be effective. But devil's advocate me wants to say like, oh, well, you know, there's really no harm in it. But that's also me thinking of it in like this perfect little box of what it could be. Whereas like they're not going to go to the effort of come going and digging into the ground just because one dude said, hey, these sticks cross right here. We should dig here. They're probably going to go get a cadaver dog, have it come sniff it. You know, Mm -hmm. they're going to have to have a reason to put the effort into digging. So. Yeah, I I just I just think it's a it's one of those uh, it's a slippery slope. I mean, yeah, if you if you if they want to use them, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, Using it as part of the the process of collecting the evidence in court. Yeah. That's where it becomes muddy. 
And, and I, I do agree with that. It's definitely one of those things that has to come a long way and it should not in any context be relied upon solely. Right. Correct. Yeah, definitely. It's it just because, like I said, it becomes too muddy when you get too yeah. far down that road. It becomes weird. Uh, our next, our final story of the evening, I should say, uh, from, uh, the Rogers. Whoa. Oh, did they fucking take it from me? You bastards. Oh no. <laughs> I was able to read this earlier and now it's saying, thank you for reading. Please purchase a subscription. You Those motherfuckers. Bastards. I will fucking find this. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Is this is title the title article? story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those little bitches. You motherfuckers. Is this the one? Let's see. I gotta go back here. Oh, fucking hell. I don't want to give my location to a goddamn... Uh... Of course I can't find the fucking thing. Of course. I found a story from uh, 2021, but of course I can't read the... Anyway, police said a man who stated he smoked meth prior to firing a shotgun at aliens on his neighborhood's property Sunday evening was charged, dot, dot, dot. That's all I can read you. So, mm-hmm. yeah, meth head shooting at fucking aliens, I guess. But the Rogers Review didn't want me to read their fucking story. The Rogers Villerville Review. Fucking... Jesus Christ, I hate that about fucking news stories. Just fucking, oh, I was able to read it earlier. Didn't pop that shit up earlier. You fucking don't smoke meth, kids. That's all I gotta say. You'll shoot at aliens. (laughs) I'll give you a bonus story tonight, ladies and gentlemen. From the sun. Com. Twins say they've had four UFO encounters, including being abducted by aliens and seeing a pyramid-shaped object. These identical, quint, identical twins claim to have had four UFO encounters, including being abducted by aliens. Philip and Ronald Kinsella, 52, from Kempston Beds, said their first sighting was of a silver orb at the age of 13. Philip, a writer, also claimed he was abducted by aliens in 1989. He said, I remember sitting in my home and the atmosphere changed and it became static. The hairs on my back went up and Ronnie went into a trance. He froze and raised his head up to that to the ceiling. He claimed he was then examined by reptilian aliens on board a spaceship. The pair also allegedly saw a hovering pyramid-shaped object in June 1998. Philip said, there must be a reason why this has been happening to both my brother and I. I think the authorities know about the aliens, but don't want to scare the people. The twins shared footage of their fourth encounter in 2016. Philip said there were three white objects hovering 90 to 100 feet up. He told the Daily Star they were huge, and we were amazed. 
Ronald added, the sound was muffled like it had snowed heavily. We aren't gullible and know what we have witnessed. It is a taboo subject. The deeper you dig, the murkier the water gets. It comes following an incomplete UFO report published by the U.S. Department of Defense. The report should have clarified the question of the existence of extraterrestrial UFOs. The nine-page document was less than satisfactory for many people as it listed phenomena that were already widely known. However, the document was apparently a shortened version of the report meant for public publication. There was allegedly a secret briefing between Congress members to remove information from public record. Is there any more? I hate these stories. They split them up between fucking 50 million pictures. Yeah, that's it. Uh, but yeah, no fucking meth dude shooting aliens. I'm bummed. I wanted my fucking meth head shooting aliens story. Oh, sounds pretty good. That was the fucking title story of the night. Yeah, I suppose I could look it up, but then that would mean I would have to read it too. Technically, you could look at uh, what happened between Will Smith and Chris Rock as a moment from Independence Day. <laughs> so. It wasn't exactly a shootout, as more of a duking out without the other person being involved in the duking. <laughs> uh, I, th- that whole thing just, it kind of gets me because yeah. I, I, I love performers. Like, I go to comedy shows, um, I like performers, um, and I like comedians, I like people who tell jokes. And sometimes they tell fucking shit jokes. Sometimes, and I don't think that what he did was a shit joke, for the record. But you know, sometimes people trying to have a comedy career or do a job as a comedian say shit that offends someone. That doesn't mean you can run up on stage and fucking hit them. Yeah, it doesn't. You know. Does that mean if I go see fucking Bob Dylan and he doesn't sound like he does on the record because he doesn't, that I can just smack him? No. It doesn't. I, I just... I, I wonder... I, I, want, I just wonder what we're... what we're becoming because we're allowing this shit. Yeah. Where Where does this lead us? You know, are we these same people that just allowed that man to assault another dude would be fucking freaked out if it was another type of instance. It just it it, it, ah, it baffles me. They they you you're not supposed to bully people, but you can run up on stage and smack Chris Rock. Yeah, if that were any other setting, that would not have ended the way it did. Yeah. Any other setting. Like, let's say, I don't know, a college presentation of some kind with a big auditorium full of people. Oh, yeah. Some random dude out of the audience comes up and bitch slaps some dude up on stage. That dude's getting drug out by security. Yeah. There's no reason why he shouldn't have been. There's no reason why he shouldn't have been dragged out yeah. or or like at the at the least they should have had a couple of security guards standing nearby. Yeah. Him. How did some big dude not come rush out of backstage, you know, out of the wings and come at least stand close by? 
How did yeah. that not happen? Yeah. It's, it's, it, 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 it's so, and I didn't, I didn't watch for the record. I didn't watch the Oscars. No, I didn't sit there. I didn't watch this live. I woke up this morning. I looked at fucking uh, Facebook and went, Oh, <laughs> that happened last night. Uh, and crazy. yeah, and it's fucking, it was crazy. It, I, I watched the video. I was like, get the fuck out of here. Uh, that seriously happened. And sure as shit, it did. Uh, so, hey, however you may feel, like, listen, if you think that he was justified, I mean, you're entitled to your opinion. I think the man broke the law. Um, I think that you're not supposed to assault people. That's not supposed to happen. Um, and respectable, good people don't go around just hitting people because they make a joke. Now, if that makes you upset, I'm sorry. Um, if you think that uh, Chris Rock intentionally made a joke about Will Smith's wife's hair because she has a medical condition, I think you're being fucking ridiculous. I, I don't think that happened for a second. Not for a fucking second. Um, but hey, you know, you're you're all entitled to your opinions, uh, as I am mine. And uh I don't think that uh a guy going up to tell jokes, because that's what you're there for, uh should be in any fear of uh getting hit for telling of said jokes. Yeah. And on on that note, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know what happened uh, to the to the podcast, but uh, it exploded last week. Um, at least on Anchor, the downloads were extremely high. Um, I'm, I'm I'm going with fluke right now. Um, but uh, if you haven't, go over and uh, subscribe to the podcast. Uh, you can subscribe to it anywhere on uh, Spotify, iTunes, or wherever it is, Apple Podcasts now. Um, Stitcher, we're on there. Um, you can go directly to Anchor, anchor.fm forward slash the 40 and slip and subscribe there or listen to the episodes there. Um, but uh, check out the the uh, the podcast. It helps our numbers. Um, and... Uh, as always, uh, follow the uh, Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash the 40 and slip. It's where I post all the daily memes, bullshit. Uh, the show is live there. That's where we do the live show every week. Um, uh, currently, I don't know. In the future, that may change. We may start doing it across a few platforms. But right now, it's the only way that we do it. Um, video is available on Facebook and YouTube. And audio only on uh, in the podcast platform. That may change. I may start putting the, the video out. I have that option now. It just takes a little more time to upload it. Um, we don't do much in the way of video because I only um, add in some pictures now and again. Uh, I, I may add, put my video back in again here pretty soon. I got to get my green screen set up and uh, 
try to get my 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 little area here set up so that it works out okay but uh i got a ring light and everything but i don't have a really good way to set shit up so uh we'll see how we can get things going but uh i am going to be talking to mr fred dunn uh about the artwork for the show and see how what the timetable is going to be on getting that and uh go from there folks we'll be back next week with another installment of the 40 and slip until said time see ya <laughs>